I'm Andrew. I'm Josh. And tonight we're going to talk about some interesting news. Uh, new Call of Duty was got a release date, switching through next gen version, and apparently Norman Reedus just casually talks about video games he's making. Um, but before we do any of that, let's talk about some games. And I want to talk to you guys about something that I'm learning about myself. I've really, you know, these last couple of, you know weeks, I've been really like, you know, just searching myself deep down inside, trying to figure out what I want to do. And uh, can I can I help can I, can I help you search yourself? Yeah, you can. But how, I think how, I are found we like are we like knuckle deep, wrist deep. How we are wrist, we? knuckle, and elbow. Oh, oh um, damn! Shit. Okay, we have found. Our personas. I have started playing Persona Five. Um, so the first thing I'm going to say here is how far are you? I'm three hours in. Okay. Uh, I love this music. I could, listen, dude. I literally sat there with my headphones and just listening. Like, oh, uh, dude, the soundtrack plays. is one of my favorite dude, soundtracks of all time. The, the yeah. song it might that be, plays in the, it might be the so favorite soundtrack of all time. Good. It's the, the theme song is good. It's God, it's amazing. Um, okay, so this game, as you have played it, Andrew, is yeah. a JRPG, and it's got an it's got an interesting twist. I've never played a Persona game, so I don't really know what I was in for. But uh, I think I'm finally figuring this out. So let me see if I understand this. So you are a kid. Uh, you don't really have a name; you just kind of pick it, which I named after my kid because I do it a lot now. Um, so there you are is a, kid. a canon name for him. Is it, it's not Joker, uh, right? No, I mean that's his per, that's his like uh, name when he's in the metaverse. In the metaverse um, but okay. no, his yeah, canon name is like um... oh god, I'd have to look it look up. That up. Yeah, look that a. up for me. Look that up for me. Yeah. Okay, so Josh, can you can you look it up? I'm actually yeah, yeah. Food in the well, I'll get to right. where I'm getting at in, in, in the game. So I am a you know your kid, and you break up this uh, almost sexual assault. Is that what I'm getting out of that? Right. That that guy almost tried to sexually assault that chick in the yeah. street. You get yep. involved, cops come, you get taken away. So you end up getting kicked out of your school, and then you end up. How do you end up at this dude's place? Like, how do you end up in his care? I can't remember. Basically, uh, your, I think your his your parents know him. Okay. And uh, you're going to school there to try and make uh. Yep. To try and like make like, your life right. And yeah, to like, turn agreed, your life around. Yeah, he, he has agreed to, to like, watch you for the, yeah. the school year. Like to, so, to be his like guardian. My, um, my I, first I have an, uh, I have an, I have an update. Oh. Uh okay, so uh in the manga, the character's name is uh is Akira Kurusu. Okay. But, yeah, Akira, that's it. But in the uh, in the official anime series, his name is Ren Amamiya. Okay. Nah, I don't like Interesting. That. I like the first one. So, so and and that's also his name in Persona Five: Dancing in Starlight. And so, some people think that that's his canon name. So okay. it's well, I, I guess people are wrong. I guess it's either or. Um, okay, so you know, and then you end up going to the school, dude. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm getting real sick of listening to everybody's fucking conversations about me. And just saying how much suck, how much I suck. Now I'm carrying a weapon. I'm a bad person. Oh, yeah. Fuck you guys. He's dangerous. He's dangerous. Don't talk to him. Like fuck you is, people. Is that is that what is that is that what's happening at work to you, Alex? Uh yes, they are abusing me. Please help me. <laughs> but like, I, I actually think that's pretty cool. Um, I like kind of like it, it. Just feels like you're kind of alone, and then you end up meeting this this one guy named Ryuji, right? Is that how I said his name? 
Yes. Okay, so Ryuji is this outsider with blonde hair, and he emphasizes that he has blonde hair, which I found hilarious. Um, so you guys, you know, you end up just tagging along with this dude, and you guys think there's something fishy going on. Mr. I can't remember his name. Mr. Hanami Hashimoto? What is this dude's name? He's like the volleyball coach. What is his name? Uh, I, I, I'd have to look it up. I don't remember. Volleyball coach. Um, yeah. You know, this guy suspects him of being a perv. You know, you want to investigate him. Um, then you go to sleep. And then I don't know what the fuck is happening for like the first two nights that you sleep <laughs> in this game. Because I'm just sitting there with these two kind of like hot little fucking weirdos like, you're in jail now. <laughs> and this long-nosed dude named Igor has a really cool voice. I don't know who that yep. voice actor is, but I fucking Very love that deep. dude. It is nice. Uh, but he starts explaining this metaverse and kind of how the game is going to be played, it seems like. seems like that's like the tutorial area. Like every time you go to bed, you end up going there and learning more about how to play the game. Is that kind of what I'm getting from that part? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And also, um, so the if you if you ever played another Persona game, which I don't think you have, Alex, um, but the guy the guy's name is Igor, and uh, every game you get transported to is called the uh, Velvet Room, and that's where uh, he he talks to you, and that uh, and mm. it's a different it's a it's a different conversation uh, for for every game, and then normally there's always he has different assistants there for every game. Um, okay. it, it's always the same guy. His name is Igor. Okay, interesting, interesting. Okay, so you know you learn about this whole like, what you're what you're tasked with doing, trying to free yourself or something. So you know, time goes on, and eventually you end up in this castle while walking to school one day. And then I kind of got lost in there for a little while, and then I realized, oh wait, it's an alternate reality. So let me make sure I have this right. The monsters you're facing, these guards, are not actually guards. They're, they're different creatures in this realm that every time that you attack them, they dissolve into those creatures? Well, they're, uh, they're, they're wearing masks, and when you go up, you unmask them, and it makes them show mm-hmm. their true self. Got it. Okay, true self. Okay, so, okay, okay, I got it. Okay, that makes sense. Am I, am, I, am I getting this right so far, Andrew? Uh, they're pretty much like... Because when you go... The, the, they're called palaces. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. they're like the okay. mind palaces of these evil people you go into. So these creatures are like the manifestation of the evil. That's a. Okay. And the, uh, well, the, the the guy you're referring to, Alex, his name is uh, Mr. Kamashita. Yeah, Mr. Kamashita. Don't like that guy. He's an asshole. He's a real big asshole. They swear a lot in these games. Is that like common in Japanese games? Like the English dubs that have a lot of swearing? I mean, it's a maturity game that, you know. Okay. Oh, I, okay. I didn't know that. And trust me, there are gonna be some uh, girls later in the game that like that you could form a uh, a relationship with. Relationship, yeah. I, Alex, I'm realizing I that. swear to you, Alex, they are 18. What? I swear to you. Oh no, no, no! That's too creepy. <laughs> oh. They want to okay. make sure that to, to make you know that, like, trust me, they're 18. Oh God. Okay. Um. So, anyways, um. So basically, you know, you're you're. You're going in between these. Sadie, what are you doing? Um, so basically, what you're doing is you're going in between this, in between these two realms, trying to get Mr. Yoshid or Mr. Volleyball Man, you guys' name already, um, trying to get his true self and trying to destroy himself from that world. Um, and so far, I've just gotten to the part where you start interviewing the students and they're all really reluctant, like, hey, you look like someone beat your ass. No one beats my ass. This practice is hard. 
It's like, dude, someone looks like you just got jumped. Like, what's going on here, man? And it's, um, it's, it's got a lot of humor, or at least I'm finding a lot of humor in it. It doesn't seem intentional, but it's still like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. Um, but honestly, I'm having a good time. Uh, the action's exactly what I'm looking for in a JRPG. It's nice, it's tight. I like the menus. Um, I, I like the, the, the way all the fonts look like. It's a comic book, in a way. Yeah, I mean, this game makes turn-based action fun. Is, yes, it does. I, I, I love like about all the, the abilities. I, I, I love the persona abilities. You get a gun, which is hilarious. Yeah. You're sitting there going, pop, 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 just shooting at a fucking, shooting at a little pumpkin man. And like, so okay. the, the best part about uh about Royale is that after every fight, your bullets replenish. But in the base oh, Persona okay. 5, every time you enter a palace or if you go into the, um, I don't know what they call it, you'll get to another place later. Um, okay. But uh, every time you go into one of those things, you have a, like a limited amount of bullets. And after you use them, they're done until you go out and go back in. Uh, okay. But this one, yeah, after every fight, it replenishes. Nice. Um, awesome. Um, I It's one of these games that's starting to be like, I'm at work just kind of daydreaming. Like, Man, I can't wait to play more Persona. It's really cool. Um, yeah, and, and the, the characters get so fleshed out to where it's like you really start caring for, for these characters. Um. And then you learn more about them, and 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 even once your uh, roster gets bigger, because it gets up to like eight people, I think, in your in your team, oh, wow. okay. like eight or nine, uh, you start like developing like a or these are like this is my group, but this is my core group. This is the group I always go in with. Um, so you get your like favorites, and I'm, uh, I'm... Uh, you get to pick your. Uh, I think there's. Probably like four, or f- I want to say four different girls that you can have the relationship with. Um, so you get to choose. Uh, Adrian, I don't remember. Could you choose your gender at the beginning of this game? No. No. Let's see. Okay. Male. Okay. Very tall male too. He's fucking really tall. Um, yeah. I I'm really hoping that we get an announcement from Sega. Uh, you know, later later this year that they're doing a remake for three and or four, or at least porting four to like you know PS five or whatever. Yeah, I think they just need to port it because the work was already done for the remaster on that came yeah. out on Steam. Um, three I've never played, so that I think and that's older. I think they would have to do like a, a. Um. So three, I actually have a weird connection to because I platinumed the Persona three dancing game, and I yeah. I thought the music was fucking just banging. And I I've act, and I've put like maybe like fifteen hours into uh I have the game on my phone through through a PS V emulator, and I put about fifteen hours into it and it's it's a really cool story and really cool characters. It's just the gameplay is a little archaic though, so yeah. it's sometimes a little hard to get into. But I really hope they remake it because some people, some people, some Persona fans who have played all of them said that three is their favorite. So yeah. I think whichever one is your first one is usually your favorite. Is from what I've found out from talking to other people. Um, who is your f- favorite character so far, Alex? I know you haven't met all of them from the game. I mean, it's only I've only met the two characters. On and uh, Ryuji, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck these Ryuji. 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 I'm gonna fuck these names up for so long. I'm gonna end up writing them down because I'm just not gonna use pronunciation. But uh, I, I actually honestly like the um, I like Ryuji's like just energy. Because he just yeah. seems so mad at everybody, but he doesn't want to do anything about yeah. it. The only thing he wants to do is like 
come on, we're gonna go do this thing. But he seems so like timid to like start anything. Yeah. yeah, he's he's entertaining. Um, I mean, I I'm personality a, your character. It's hilarious. I'm a I'm big. I'm a big Morgana fan. I like Morgana. Oh yeah, Morgana. The cat. I forgot there's a fucking does she ever transform out of a cat? Uh it's a he. It's a he. <laughs> so I've been calling this fucking thing cute and it's a dude? Hell yeah, let's go. I mean dude cats are cute. That's like, true. I, I had a really cute cat. Um but uh uh yeah, I love Morgana's that guy. a a, cool. a guy. Um uh I won't I'm not gonna spoil anything. Yeah, don't say anything um, good. Because I, I so think, have you I think met the have you met the counselor yet for in the school? Uh, kick uh, something or whatever. She a woman? No. No, that I have not. It's a dude that wears like a white, almost like lab coat, has like glasses on. No, nope, I have not met a man okay. in a lab coat, but I will look for him. Well, I think it. I, if I remember, he was wearing like a white. It's not a lab coat, but it's like a white jacket that's long. Okay. Oh um, no, is he kind of bald? Looks like Kingpin a bit. No. No, okay, I don't know. <laughs> no. Okay, I over too. Jesus. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I'm gonna get this past so we can join you guys. Um, I'm having a ton of fun, and I'm uh, one one last question. Have you guys ever used the backbone before? The thing you can use to play use your phone is like no, I haven't. So I really want to get one specifically so I can play this game whenever the hell I want. Because I I because I, I, I you know you can remote play on your phone and stuff, and I. Really would love to just chill out on the couch and while the baby's chilling or whatever. I can just play a little bit of oh, Persona yeah. Five. The, the the problem I've heard with the backbone is that you can't off. exactly. <laughs> that's what I was just I was just listening to Griffin say that and I was like, yeah, mm, that's my biggest pet peeve. But like, yep. I think I'd be cool with that if I could at least play this game. But yeah, this game is awesome. I want to play more and I can't wait to play more. Mm-hmm. One last thing I want to talk about: Fortnite still playing. I think the skill-based matchmaking matchmaking has caught up to me because I can still consistently get top tens, but I'm not getting top fives as often. I'm not winning as often. So, but I'm still, you know, cranking out my kills. I'm still doing pretty well. Um, it's the fucking blast, man. That, that no build mode is still a blast. Um, Kenobi skins should be releasing soon, so I'm stoked to buy those. Yep. I'm RoboCop with wings, and it's hilarious. I bought a RoboCop skin because RoboCop's really funny. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know what else is funny? Jokes. You got them, Andrew, or you have video games you're playing? I'm fresh out of jokes. (laughs) Damn. I told told them all in our pre show, Mm. um, which we don't do. So um, I I got a good joke. Uh, Dealer morning. I was getting ready for work. Uh, Me me and Trisha are both getting ready for work. And uh, our dogs look really sad. And Trisha's like, I can't go to work. Our dogs look sad. And I said, you know what? Uh, let me go to work, and I'll see if, if we have any psychologists available. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Uh, a psychologist instead of a psychologist. A psychologist. Uh, Andrew, video games. Talk to him. That's yeah. It. Um. I, I don't have much for you. I've really been okay. playing much. I'm still on my funk. Like yeah. can't figure out what to play. It's like well, you know, and earlier you 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 did give us that list of those games you wanted that you were you were kind of talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I I have started. Um, I uh, Metal Gear Solid Five is downloading as we speak. Okay. Um. Uh, PS Five, I'm assuming. Yes, on PS Five. Okay. Uh, and so I really want to give it a try because I think 
after playing Elden Ring, I think what I really liked about Elden Ring is it was a giant sandbox that you're just going around and exploring stuff. And one thing I remember people saying about Metal Gear Solid Five is they loved the, the open world and, and exploring in like the sandbox. Um, and so I'm I really want to get into that and and hopefully because last time I played the couple other times I've tried playing it in the past because I think the last time I actually was like 2017 you know so it's been a while um and yeah it would have been 2017 um because i think it was before we even moved into this house that i'm in um but anyway so yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to giving it a try because i remember playing it and thinking like man i wish the whole game was like this first hour have you ever have you ever played MGS Five, Alex? No, but I have it on my Xbox. And, uh, okay, so because I've I've never played a single Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Which, um, um, the first kind of, hour of the yeah. game kind of starts off. You're like in, uh, you're playing a snake in this like, mental hospital, and okay. you get out of it, and it's like a kind of a linear, uh, path to get out of it. But it's like really cool the shit that happens, and then it, then it kind of shits you out into the open world. And but I remember thinking like, man, I wish the whole game was like this first part of the game. But now that like, I don't remember if there's a difficulty option in the game. If there is, I'm just cranking that shit on the easiest difficulty and just going in just to try and have a fun time. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to, to trying it. Um, the three games I gave you on that list was Metal Gear Solid Five, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Death Stranding. Um, since giving you guys that list. I have told myself there's no fucking way I can play three ginormous games like that. No. <laughs> so what I've done is I actually started watching a uh, full playthrough on YouTube of this streamer who I've never watched before, but she's this like British chick um, who is attractive, uh, but she is playing um, uh, Death Stranding, the director's cut for the first time. And just like, I really like her... Um, uh, the way she reacts to stuff, because this is the first time playing, she doesn't know what happens at all. So, um, and it looks like she plays similar to how I would play the game. So I've just been watching her play the game, and because Death Stranding is the game that I've realized, like, I have more fun watching other people play this game than actually playing it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. So yeah. So I'm throwing that off onto that and saying okay. that is how I will experience that game. Um. Interesting. Um, I would, I would absolutely recommend Final Fantasy VII Remake. I think it's a great game. It's a great, um, it's a great, uh, sorry, it's a great uh, reimagining of turn-based combat. I really yeah. like the combat. Actually, that combat is super good. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember trying it. That's another game that I've tried twice. I've tried getting into twice. I got a little bit further a second time, and there's just other shit comes out where it looks more interesting, and I put it mm. down. But there's nothing coming out for quite a while <laughs> yeah i know and so like, like fuck it man yeah two, so it's these like these are two solid I've... games that you can play man. Like, yeah yep um i really don't uh, think i'm gonna get off of like uh persona 5 for a bit i think I'm gonna oh yeah i mean persona 5 if i kind of like dude there's a part of me that just wishes that i that i hadn't experienced that yet because now would be such a a perfect time to experience that game for the first time. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited <laughs> and to see where it goes. I'm, I'm jealous that that you're you're <laughs> playing this and um, like you're in for a 
hundred plus hour hour track, and that game just goes places. I'm I'm so excited to like Fuck hear yes. your opinions on certain characters. I'm excited get to play it. And I, um, I want to hear you because, like, I want to hear you talk about Metal Gear Solid because that might be the next thing I check out. Or yeah, I mean, um, Final Fantasy Seven. But um, okay, yeah. And um, then uh, um, other than that, I haven't. I mean, a little bit of Apex here and there. But honestly, <laughs> when I'm playing Apex now, like, it's just a bullshit. Yeah, and I mean, I'm obviously I'm playing with my friends, but like, it really is just. To, to bullshit and just waste time. Same reason why I'm still playing MLB The Show, um, which I finally got called up to the the major league. How many years did it take you? Huh? How how many years did it take you? Oh no, I got I got halfway through the season in Double A, and then I got called up to Triple A, and yeah, they so called me I. up after playing nine games of Triple A. Dude, they wouldn't um, call me up, and I'm blasted. I had like an 80 home run season, and they did not call me up. I'm like, dude, I have, <laughs> I have literally double lapped everybody in home runs. Why I think it. Oh my what position were you playing? Oh, uh, fucking left field. Oh, that's what I. That's what I'm so playing. I'm just cranking home runs, man. I'm just cranking <laughs> shit. I was like, you, all right. Can you imagine a reality in which a AAA player gets 80 home runs in a season and he doesn't get called up to the majors? Uh, yeah, you just don't think dude. I um as uh as on the Cubs and like my. I was also six on the goddamn Cubs. Yeah, on like my six games in the MLB, uh, I had five home runs and thirteen RBIs in the game, which I think would thirteen RBIs in the game would be a record. I don't think anyone's ever gotten that much in one game. Um, but uh, and that was like my sixth game. So, but what's funny is sometimes after you go back to the to the menu and mm-hmm. how it does like that um they'll do like fake interviews or whatever with like sports commentators mm-hmm. and there's that one guy who was like really you're calling him up to the major leagues now this guy's not gonna do anything and it's like dude i just hit like 20 home runs in four games like fucking calm down eat a literal they're pretty much throwing beach balls at me so exactly pretty fucking much man yeah um, but yeah all that, right. that's all i've been playing well Josh, what have you been playing? So, uh, kind of uh, what Andrew was saying, like I, I haven't been playing anything at all, like literally nothing at all. And these last, you know, couple weeks, it's it's, it's had some really tough moments. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm tr- uh, I'm trying to get a different position at work. I got stuff going on with my house. I've decided that I think it's best if I take a break from gaming. Okay. Um, I, I completely get that. And because I'm like, if nothing is speaking to me, then I'm not going to keep beating my head against the metaphorical wall of gaming trying mm-hmm. to find something. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for something to to find me. And so with that being said, I have been consuming some television junk food. And oh, what do we got? So I have gone back and I'm watching old episodes of WWF Raw. Oh my god! From what year? What year? Are we talking ninety eight, ninety seven? Yeah. No, no, we're we're talking starting January twentieth, two thousand three, which is oh when Evo- which is when Evolution uh came came up. I started okay. from there, and oh, I've watched and I've watched like ten episodes so far, and I it's just like. I don't, there's just something so that I'm just, I'm just I'm just really enjoying about it because I mean it's 
it number one, these episodes are all we're not three fucking hours long like they are today. Uh, they're only two hours long. When, when you take out time for commercials, you're looking at 90 minutes. And then there's times where if there's a match, I don't give a shit about the, the two people. I just fast forward through it. So, yeah. an, so an episode might take me like an hour to get through. But it's the wrestling may not be as like uh, high flying as like all this flair that they have. No pun, no pun intended on this Ric Flair. Uh, but all this <laughs> flair that that they have in WWE today. Uh, but there's something nice about watching a wrestling match and seeing it end without someone doing their finisher. And that's, that's kind of a lot that I'm seeing right now is that, you know, like someone like, you know, like Batista does a power bomb match is over. He doesn't need to do a finisher. Um, or the sure was the power bomb. Sure was the power bomb. Yeah. It was His the finisher, Batista bomb. But, but he, he didn't have the Batista bomb at the time. He just did like a normal power bomb. Um, or you see, like, um, no, obviously, you know, like Triple H had like a pedigree, but then Randy Orton, he didn't, he didn't have his RKO. He would just yeah. do like, I mean, you see um, Shawn Michaels and he just kicks some dude in the face. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, that's his finisher. Um, <laughs> but then you see, like, uh, you know, Scott Steiner does this, like, uh, Steiner uh, recliner, baby. He Steiner did like a really strong, ch- uh, not chokeslam, uh, um, uh, clothesline to some guy, and he fucking, he fucking won. Um, so I mean, it's it it was a lot less uh, uh, flair than it is today, but it's this it's all these wrestlers I grew up with, and I'm really nostalgic for. And yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I watch, and I'm like, oh man, that guy, you know, unfortunately, that guy's dead now. Um, but then there's there's a lot of wrestlers. Uh, sirens are in the podcast. Whoever's listening, <laughs> um, yeah, they're not on your end. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, it, there's just there's just someone just nostalgic about watching it, and I I don't like I don't expect myself to sit down and consume like a hundred episodes of fucking raw, um, but right now it's just it's just kind of television junk food. Okay. Okay. Um, Alex, have uh, you been reading this stuff about Ric Flair? No, it's what's Ric Flair doing? So he is coming out of retirement for a match. And and he is training for a legit match. This is not just a like, uh, well, I'm going to do a tag team and just stand next to Mm -hmm. some guy. He wanted to to be up against uh, uh, the Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, Okay. uh, But then he declined it. So Ric Flair is looking for an opponent. And Ric Flair also said that he guarantees that he will do a move off the top rope in this match. Um. This man is 73 years old, and I think he legit wants to die in the ring. Honestly. Uh, that's, that's, and I'm not um, joking. Um, Rick, I hope you don't die, my man. Because, well, that's a yeah. pretty much like you can't handle. Yeah. But you know what? Nope. I hope he comes back because Ric Flair is the shit. And I would love to watch another Ric Flair match. And then. Um, and. Real, real quick before I end my uh, you know what I've been playing segment, I, I will say um, I was trying to think you know what do I want to play, and so I did. I fired up my Vita, and uh, I recently watched a uh, Alex. There's a YouTube channel called uh, Triple Jump. I don't know if you ever heard of them, no. uh, but they do. Uh, you should you should check them out. They do like um, they're funny. Uh, you know, like a lot of uh, game video, like top ten videos. 
Um, but they also do these videos where they rank every game in a certain like they did like they when they showed, they they ranked every Star Wars game ever made. They ranked every like Mario game ever made, every Sonic game ever made. Uh, the most the top Star Wars game. Uh, I I, honestly, I don't actually remember. Um, they there's one one of my favorites. They rank uh, every video game console ever made, and then they rank every video game handheld ever made. Um, but, but the best like, part about it is like all the like low rank stuff. They just like crack jokes and talk shit about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> funny it, about it. It's funny, yeah. Um, the most recent one it is they ranked every Lego game ever made. And so pretty high up on the list was uh, Lego Jurassic World. And what I did not know, because I thought Lego Jurassic World was a Lego game about Jurassic World, which was the first, which was the fourth Jurassic Park movie. That's the first. So, um, that's Chris one. That's, right? yeah, Chris yeah. Pratt, the first Chris oh. Pratt one. Unbeknownst to me, this is actually a Lego game that comprises off the first four Jurassic Park movies. One, two, three, one, two, three, and world. And I'm like, that's very interesting. And then, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fire up my Vita and try that out because I have it on my Vita. And uh, I've literally only put like a half hour into it so far. Just got, I started it last night before I went to sleep. Yeah. And, How'd and you I'm obtain like, this game? Uh, I obtained it by. <laughs> Uh, doing what's called a soft mod on my on my Vita, uh, okay. and I and and I obtained it by downloading said Vita game off the uh, World Wide Web, nice. and then and then installing it on my Vita. Okay. Um. So anyway, I like I said, I've only put like a half hour into it, but so far it's 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 really charming, and it it looks really good for a Lego Vita game, and um. I, you know, I might, might just, you know, try saying I put like literally like a half hour into it so far. I f- I'm finding it really charming. I think it looks really good for a Lego game, especially in the Vita. Um, so I think that's going to be one of my, uh, it's just going to be like my layback and chill kind of games before I go to sleep. So, cool. Okay. Um, oh. And yeah, so that's, that is the end of my what I've been playing segment. And, uh, just uh, you know, evolution was cool back in the day. Seeing Batista and Orton and Triple H and Flair just kick the shit out of people. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Fucking Legend Killer Randy Orton is like one of my favorite characters, dude. He was so dope. Just giving everyone RKOs all the time. Just mm-hmm. fucking just being a dickhead, and then just watching Batista do that. Do his fucking turn at Triple H. I loved that. That was great. And then uh, hearing uh, Jerry Lawler's character on commentary and how there's no way they'd be able to do that today because he sexually harassed every woman that came out in that ring. Every yep. woman. All yep. of them. Even the old ones. Didn't Just care. The, the classic puppies. Puppies! <laughs> oh, God. Jerry. <laughs> do, do you know what, you know what puppies... You know, you know they, you know they tell, you know they say about puppies, right? Uh, well, they're, what do they're, they're, about puppies? They're, fun, they're, um, they're fun probably in this Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two that is going to be released later I, this year. I hope not, because I hope there's no puppies that get hurt in Modern Warfare Two. These are these are attack puppies. They gonna bite your nuts. Oh, okay. And this will happen on October twenty eighth. Um, official Call of Duty Twitter account announced 
uh, yesterday that a Modern Warfare 2 game will be released on October 28th. Um, I have not seen much about this. Uh, it seems like this gentleman on the cover is somehow, uh, you know, involved. I don't know much about this guy. He looks like Ghost. He he needs character. to get some sleep. He's got some really sunken eyes. Yeah, he's got tired yeah. eyes, bro. He looks tired. Um, but I'm I'm stoked. Um, I'm excited to check this one out. I have passed in the last. And the last one, Vanguard, and it wasn't very high on Black Ops Cold War. Um, and I really liked Modern Warfare. So, uh, you know, follow-up to a game like that is totally something I'm into. Um, well, I think what's also exciting is that this will have uh, the... Two-year cycle, or two-year gap. Yeah, right? but what I mean is, like, they're releasing a new version of Warzone. And... Yeah, Warzone 2. Well, yeah, I, I couldn't remember if they're, if they're just gonna call it Warzone Two. I think um, so, but I don't know. But I'm, I'm like, are so are they just gonna discontinue the first Warzone? Like, I don't. I don't... Um, they might, or they might do what, um, yeah. what, uh, what Fortnite did and just call it Chapter Two, but like, just keep the same exact like uh, launcher well, they, and stuff. They said it's gonna have a new engine, so I would think that like. It would be a, a completely separate, separate game. Download. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. it's not a separate engine. It probably will be on a different download, and they might yeah. find out some regularly or shut down altogether. I'm definitely excited because since the battle royale shooter was, you know, came out and got popular in the past, like, you know, seven eight years, uh, or no more, like, you know, six or seven years. No, you're right. Have, six, you might very, very, very yeah. Seven, uh, so yeah. we. We have not had a sequel to uh, to a battle royale shooter. We 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 don't have a sequel to PUBG or Fortnite or Apex or um, you know any any other any other failed battle royale game that has come out. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see if if this is successful, then it is you know it's it's possible even likely that other companies, other developers such as EA. They might go. Maybe we should think about making an Apex Two, or even Epic will go. Maybe we should think about making a new Fortnite in 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 a brand new engine, because these you know these these next gen systems they can do things that older engines couldn't do. And I'm sure there's people who be like, I would like, I would love to have a more modern uh, Fortnite that can do do crazy shit that Fortnite now can't do. Um, and and I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe Epic really, maybe everything they want to do, they can put in the game right now. I don't know. But me, I'm always for sequels because I think sequels drive the industry forward, and also new IP. New IP also drives the, the industry forward. But sequels are always a chance to do something you couldn't do with the first game. And I think if if people keep putting out live service games and with the idea that they're never going to bring out sequels, then I think that it, it kind of uh, makes innovation. It kind of, uh, it, it, you can't really innovate that much. So I would say the only life service game that ever has a sequel is destiny two. Uh, and other than that, I really can't think of any actual life service game that has a sequel. None. And that's uh, destiny two did improve on what destiny one had. And then has gone from there since. 
Um, but I am also excited to see what Warzone 2 is and what they're going to add and what they're going to change and, and what they see is kind of like pushing that genre forward because I feel like they're the top dog and well, then in Fortnite and then I have an Apex behind Warzone. And then PUBG, I'm so sorry. I love you, but you're probably not very relevant. Um, but I... Um, I, I, uh, I, I'm excited to see also what the Call of Duty um, Modern Warfare release will look like um, using haptic triggers on a PS5 because this might be the last time I end up uh, really using those, but uh, maybe not. Um, but I'm excited to see what the haptic triggers and the haptic feel on the PS5 for this game will be. What if they just put out like a completely broken PS5 version? They're like, we don't even care. That would be hilarious. <laughs> it's like, hey, dude, uh, so PS5, we forgot. Sorry. Yeah. What you got. We're, not, we're not even going to put money into this because, like, it's like. Uh, it's like, uh, like with Balor Wonder World, like the game has reverse draw distance. Yeah, or like uh, you just boot up Call of Duty and it just shows you an ad for an Xbox and then <laughs> you play this game, purchase an Xbox yeah. Series S, it's available now. Yeah, Alex, do you know about the reverse draw distance uh, debacle of Battle One World? Uh, no, please tell me about Battle so, One World's draw distance. So yeah, so so real quick, it was this, it was this funny glitch in the game. To where when you saw enemies that were kind of far away from you, you could you could see detail in them. Mm-hmm. And the closer you got to the enemy, the less detail they had. Oh my god! And if you walk oh up god, next to them, they would disappear. Oh, that's so fun! And it, 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 it's trash. It, awesome. it made it made no sense. Oh, that's great. That's fucking great. Um, so the the only thing I'll say about Warzone Two is that when that game comes out and people play it, it needs to feel next gen. It needs to feel new. Because otherwise, people are going to go, why the fuck do you guys make a new one? Right. I, I agree. Um, I do agree. Andrew, um, any other last thoughts before we move on? Um, I'm just excited to see uh, uh, how much how the engine looks. Like, yeah. Does it look better? Does it look like, I mean, I guess I can't really look next gen because obviously a lot of people need to be able to play this. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, if you think of like, the uh the battle royale that they had in Black Ops Four. Um, blackout. Blackout. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then if you look at that, and then look at uh Warzone. Completely different games. They man. actually are. Yeah, they're very different. So Crazy how like, much like they improved on Blackout. I like Blackout. I thought that was a yeah. really cool concept. Yeah. Like, holy so, shit, did that improve on it? Uh, yeah. So I'm wondering if like um. Are we going to look at Warzone 2 and go, man, this is a wildly different game than Warzone 1? Uh, probably not, but, you know, be cool. Yeah. Um, so in Modern Warfare 2, the original one, they had the infamous, the infamous no Russian level. Oh, uh, do, you guys, do you guys think they have something else controversial <sighs> in this one? Uh, yeah. Yes, for the I mean, the honestly, this is just a retelling of that story, from what I've what I've seen. But I it's so. I I don't think it is though because they're they're saying this game takes place it, it has a story that has to do with drug cartels, and I don't think Modern Warfare Two had a story about drug cartels. I don't know, maybe it did. I don't remember either. So I. I do think that they're they're calling it Modern Warfare Two, and I think they're taking inspiration from it. But I think they're having a completely di- different story because I'm pretty sure they said uh, some of the story takes place in Colombia, and I don't think Modern Warfare Two took place in Colombia. I don't remember. 
Okay, well, you know what else? Uh, Pause. Love it. <laughs> um, I'm a huge. Oh. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm a huge fan of pregnant pauses and podcasts. I love like ma- making people like look at their phone and be like, "Did this pause? Did it stop? What's what the fuck's going yeah, on?" I do that so fucking much. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but you know what has happened uh, over there on the Activision side? Uh, Raven Software QA workers are officially voting to unionize, and it has passed. Yeah, this is either a very good thing or a very bad thing. <laughs> I'm going to believe it's a very good thing. Yeah. Um, a group of quality assurance employees at Raven Software officially voted in favor of the unionization of the National Labor Relations Board. Final vote of 19 for and three against. Now, this isn't everybody um, in the Raven uh, team, I would assume. It's just 28 employees. But I'm assuming that that ha- probably has to be the amount that is just enough to get. Oh, no, so this is um, this is a part of Raven. It's just the the QA testers. Just so this QA. is okay, this is all it, of their it, this is it. all of their QA. Um, okay, so, it, so it's 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 a separate and it's not separate entity, but yeah. separate from Raven. Okay, got exactly, it. That makes a lot yeah. sense. Okay, um, uh, it's gonna it's uh, they're legally formed the Game Workers Alliance, making it the first North American video game union and a AAA gaming company. Um. I think this is good. I think that, especially QA workers, from what I've heard, uh, aren't always treated the best, and they don't always get paid fairly or compensated well enough. And I think having a standard of living and standard of what you're going to be paid and what you're going to be working um, is uh, good. I think unions are a great thing. I think you know they can also be a bad thing at times. But for the most part, unions have brought what normalized working you do now: forty-hour work week, five work. Yeah. For your weekends off, such items. Yeah, unions. yeah. Thanks, unions. <laughs> yeah, why we get a union that likes cooler stuff like four days off? Gosh. Um, and then I mean, uh, ironically, it seems like there's not a whole lot of quality assurance in quality assurance. <laughs> um, this is awesome. I'm I'm happy that they're gonna attempt, or you know, they're gonna have an attempt. They actually did it. Uh, to get this union started, it'll probably be a while till we actually see like what the uh. You know benefits are from this, and what they're what they're what they're going to be compensated, and what they're making on stuff. Because I'm assuming this kind of thing takes a while to kind of get going and get you know 100. And so at least I would assume I, so because it's politics. I I do want to say um, uh, a few. Uh, I want to say probably around a month ago, uh, Activision made the announcement that they're making all of their QA full time employees. And, and and with benefits that come with that, except the raving QA team. Now there's a bunch of people going uh, crying foul. This is bullshit. Like you you're just you're just uh, doing this to like uh, uh, retaliate against them. But then there's people pointing out, well, actually, since they had since they had uh, 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 made their intention to vote to unionize, um, uh, Activision legally could not actually offer them full time jobs. They they had to wait until uh, the vote was over with, and now that they vote unionized, now they have to do a bargaining with the union. And so, now did Activision do that to to their other QA teams to make sure they didn't unionize? Probably, and and they probably were like cheeky about it, like, oh, you know, we're giving all these people full time except the the Raven QA team. But at the same time, though, they legally even if I had wanted to, they legally couldn't give them full-time positions because of the union thing. Um, excuse me. Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what uh, what's going to come of this and see what the next step is and who starts to try another new yeah. organization somewhere. Honestly, I get a little sick and tired of hearing about, not specifically about this uh, Activision Union thing, but just about in general in the industry about like crunch and stuff and how unions would make stuff better. I get a little sick and tired of hearing about it because like every industry has crunch and to expect that like, Oh, well we're going to make this game. We're only going to work eight to five and we're never going to have to work overtime and we're never going to have to do work a weekend. It's like, okay, then maybe go do a different fucking job. Cause like it, and also telling people that like, no, you sh you can't or shouldn't be able to do that like if you're passionate about something and you want to work overtime you should be allowed to do that right and obviously to to tell someone like oh well instead of doing 40 hour work weeks now we're doing 80 hour work weeks and it's mandatory yeah that's a little bit much and that shouldn't be allowed but if someone wants to work an extra 10 hours 10 hours a week or whatever and as long as they're getting paid for it I see nothing wrong with that because if you look at other industries such as uh, healthcare or retail, there's constantly people working overtime and stuff. Look at doctors. There's some doctors that work 70 hours a week. You know, like, so to think that, like, these people are, lives are just in shambles because they might have to work an extra 10 to 20 hours a week sometimes at the end when before a game comes out sometimes i'm like give me a fucking break you know yeah but we also don't know how hard any of that work is we also don't know how much they, they don't get paid a lot and they're also living in, in cities that are not well being, i'm not they're, necessarily they're living, you know what i mean i'm not necessarily talking about qa workers what i mean is like i mean in general um, i don't i don't think yeah game developers make that much money right I probably make about what a game developer makes, maybe a little bit well, less, a little bit more. Well, I but... mean, like, I guess what I mean, there's the high-profile cases when you talk about Rockstar or, like, Naughty Dog um, or CG Project Red. What CG Project Red is, they're overseas in Europe, so there's not much we can do about that. But, I mean, like, with Naughty Dog or um, uh, Santa Monica or Rockstar, like, that's all in, like, California. So by the law states, you have to get paid for any overtime you work. And some of those developers, like, if you work with Naughty Dog, like, a lot of those developers are making fucking bank. Well, I bet. Like, I bet. Um, so I, I don't... has, like, a history of just... Yeah, and I don't have... I honestly don't have any sympathy for someone that's, like, you know, I had the... For the last couple of months before a game came out, I had to work an extra... 15 20 hours a week it's like yeah sure but you got paid for it you know sure. yeah. and you're in a you're in a, a a job that you're passionate about like if you're not i don't know i i guess i'm just saying like take some pride in your work and i get that like there's been times at my job where it's like oh shit now i have to work an extra saturday that i didn't know i had to work should i not have to do that i mean i'm yeah. in healthcare you know right um, but my my entire thing is with a job no matter what it is um my life matters more than a job and like that's all it is like simple sure no, no i i'm I, sure and, there's like other stuff with that you know and and i get that i i think the mandatory stuff does suck with that when it, when it comes to the crunch like that mm -hmm. but i think that like there's a lot of reports because obviously 
if you listen to the if you if you read the Jason Schreiers out there, they will say that like crunch of any kind, even if it's optional, should never be allowed. But I'm like, okay, but if someone is passionate and they they're not married, they don't have anything they're doing. If they want to work an extra ten hours, why the fuck not? You know, as long know. as they're getting paid for it. Um, yeah. I guess. I, I, I just don't know how hard, I mean, I, I have no idea how hard their job is. I'm not sure what their job even entails. So, like, we, we could be talking about how easy this all sounds, and their fucking job is just ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm, I'm glad this is happening. You know, it's a nice test of the waters to see what's going to come of it. And, um, it's yeah. long overdue. And, I, I hope this works out for him. Um, yeah, I do too, and I think it will. I, yeah. the, the way it's been reported and the way everybody's talking about it, it really does seem like it's going to work out for them, which is awesome. I don't think this is going to open it up, and, and we're suddenly going to have a rash of developers forming unions, though. No, I, I, think, it'll think, it's gonna I, I think it'll take a little longer, but I yeah. think it's, it's a step. It'll just take a little bit longer. Yeah. I I do hope that what we get from this is better quality jobs across the industry, because <laughs> if, if, there's, if there's one thing that companies don't want is they don't want people unionizing, and and so if this if this gets developers and publishers to go, maybe we should start treating our guys better so they don't unionize. Then that that is something positive that could that could come up. Yep. You know? yep. <laughs> so um, you know you know you know what I don't um, Norman Reedus just out here talking about Death Stranding too willy nilly. Uh, there was an interview he did. <laughs> Um, real edit. I don't know what that is. Uh, when he asked about Dust Granny Edit, it took me maybe two or three years to finish all the mocap sessions and everything. It takes a lot of time. And then the game came out and just won all these awards. The huge thing, so we just started part two of that. Okay. <laughs> like, the word is just out here, like, fucking nonchalantly just talking about video games and shit. Just like, yeah. Actor who's just like, yeah, this is, um, this is my next job after this. Yeah, uh, I mean, but he's also like a so right. anytime. It's so robotic and funny. Yeah, because it it's weird because the video game industry is so buttoned up and so secretive. But like mm-hmm. when you when you talk about TV, there NRC see The Walking Dead. Yeah, here's yeah. some details yeah. about it. Whatever. And like, and but like, like like this stuff happens all the time with video games. Like you'll just have yeah. these voice actors and these actors just being like, "Oh yeah, we're doing it." <laughs> And I fully, I fully believe this is real because oh, yeah. uh, Hideo put a tweet out with him like uh, Norman Reedus was like on his knees and uh, Hideo was holding a spiked baseball bat. Yeah. Like overall, make it look like he was gonna attack him. So obviously, like <laughs> Hideo's like playfully like saying like, "Why the fuck are you saying this?" Like, right? <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm stoked. I, Good thing. I mean, there needs to be more Hideo Kojima games in the world, regardless of how good they are. They're still a fucking trick, and they're still worth like watching as in Death Stranding or playing as in Metal Gear Solid. And um, yeah, I, I, I really, you know, I'm, I'm sure this is real, and I, I can't wait to hear more about it. Maybe you see it this year in the yep. Summer Games Fest or somewhere. But I don't know. Um, I mean, that would I think be we, talked, only... we talked about Death Stranding enough earlier. So. That would be the only place it would be. Is it would what? be at Summer's Games Fest with with Jeff Keighley. Um, I can I can imagine a conversation between Redis and Kojima, in which Redis went. You mean you mean it hasn't been announced yet? 
Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, we already talked enough about Death Stranding earlier that we really don't need to um talk anymore about it. And the final thing on my list, and if you guys got anything else, we can add to it. Uh, the Witcher Three Next Gen version is set for Q4 release of this year. Mm, this one. Um. So you know what? I'm gonna let you guys talk about this because again, I'm not really familiar with much of the Witcher stuff. Um, CD Projekt Red announced the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions that are planned to release at the end of this year. Um, it's only been seven years since that game's been out. It feels like it's been out for longer. Um, so, are, do you guys think? Would you guys have any interest in? Oh, jeez, never mind. Uh, do you guys have any interest in playing these next gen versions? Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on. We don't know yet what these next gen versions are going to entail. I mean, I would assume that they're just going to make them run like you're playing on the, like ultra settings on PC, mm-hmm. and so you're gonna get your better 60 graphics. Frames. Yeah, yep. you're gonna get your 60 frames, and you're gonna get the best uh, textures, the the most like grass on the ground, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe depending on maybe they'll play with like the lighting and add some ray tracing elements in these next gen versions, maybe. I'm I'm not sure, but uh, I think that's that's what to expect. And yeah, I mean, I mean, I love Witcher, so I I would hop in and play for a little while. I mean, there's there's some really cool parts in Witcher Three in which ray tracing would just really just make yeah. the game pop. Yeah. Um, I'm 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 really excited to play this. Uh, I'm even more excited. It's a free upgrade, and oh really? I it's it's been it's been such a long time since I've played Witcher Three. And I have so many great memories of it. And I know that there's parts of it that I have just completely forgotten about. And I, and there's also, you know, the game has a lot of different parts to where if you make a certain decision, it locks you into a certain path. Um, so there, there's there's definitely decisions I made in my playthrough. I'm like, you know what? I would do this differently if I, if I play through again. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing how they're upgrading it, and then also getting my hands on it. Cool. Um, and then, uh, Andrew, they said Q4. What month do you think this is coming? Uh, I think this is going to hit in December. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. I think I think early December. I don't think they're going to wait till like around Christmas, but I think, I think maybe yeah. like... Um, it's, since this is an upgrade... It it doesn't need to release on like a Tuesday or a Friday, but I mean let's let's just let's just say for example the day. I mean, I uh, well yeah, the game the game almost always release on Tuesday or Friday. Uh, Friday. Oh, it's even updates. I think even updates. No, no, I was saying because this isn't a new game release. Uh, mm. They they could theoretically release on any fucking day they wanted, um, but looking, I'm. I'm thinking December ninth, on a on a Friday. Um, you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna put our hat in the ring of what what day things are coming out. Let's look. I'll go with December. Well, but fourteenth. Since they're doing a a a next gen <laughs> update, I'm pretty sure that I've read that they're gonna do. They're gonna have next gen skews. So I think you're going to yeah. see in the score. I think you're going to see Xbox yeah. 
X and PS5 versions of Witcher 3, like it yeah. says it on the box. So I think it probably would then release on a Tuesday or Friday. Um, I'll go December 2nd. Okay. 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 All right. Let's um, get into the stuff I got. Well, you guys okay. got anything else? Uh, um, yeah, I've got a, a basically just a few PlayStation stories here. That's all I got okay. left. Uh, and with the new PlayStation Plus coming out soon, uh, it has already launched in Asian markets. Um, I believe uh, June 12th, I think, is the date for the United States. Um, and just a, a quick aside on on PS Plus, my PS Plus expired uh, okay. about 10 days ago. I believe it was on the 15th that it expired. And I have no uh, want to to get it back again because I don't play online games on PS5. Um, I guess the only thing I don't have access to is my PS Plus library of games that I've gotten for free. But here's the, the thing, though. I couldn't get it right now even if I wanted to. Completely <laughs> locked out people from buying PS Plus until the new service launches. So if I really? was like, so if I had like a P, like a PlayStation game that I was playing online with friends, I would be I would actually be fucked until June twelfth. Unless it was a free to play game. Yeah, unless it was a free to play game. Dude, I there, don't even know when mine expires. That's so yeah. So I actually that it's interesting. I I I didn't even realize that till today. Um, because I was wondering like. It's weird that it expired. I didn't even get a notice from Sony being like, hey, do you want to re- re-up it? And I was like, oh, like, that's because they're not even letting me right now. Um, so anyway, um, so uh, if you get the most expensive, um, which I believe is the PS Plus premium. Okay. Is that true? <laughs> I don't remember the name of it. Um, it's essential... Uh, Essential, <laughs> you know what? We're just gonna so, name it like we're just gonna name it like the the Basket Robins, like the gotta have it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's uh um that's not Basket Robins. That's um uh Cold Stone Creamery. Oh, Cold Stone. Yeah, we'll just yeah. have it like the the gotta have it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you get the most expensive one, you get the classic games. And what Ooh. is coming out now, since Asian markets uh, have access to this now, there are some classic original PlayStation games that have trophies. Um, and this includes uh, Siphon Filter. Uh, I got the list right here. Siphon Filter, Ape Escape, uh, IQ Intelligent Cube, Hot Shots Golf, and Wild Arms are the original PlayStation games that have trophies. <laughs> And Sony has also confirmed that it is up to the original developers if they want to add trophy support or not. Um, so I don't expect too many more trophies to have, or games to have trophies. Um, but uh, but this would, if I ever got it, that would certainly make me want to play Ape Escape. Although, can you imagine the, the platinum is to get every fucking monkey in that game? Oh my god, I wish I did that so fucking Yeah. Much. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, I'm gonna even get PS Plus back, even when I'm able to. Um, but we'll see. Maybe I will someday. 
continuing on with the PlayStation news here, an electronics firm, uh, TCL, which they make TVs and other electronics. Uh, I have a TCL TV in my bedroom. Uh, they announced that they believe uh, they had a they had a company presentation, um, and they're saying that they believe that the PS5 Pro and Xbox Series upgrade will be released in 2024, like at the end of 2024. Um, okay. Uh, I'm not sure if they were like how they would know that or if they have an insider that would tell them that. Um, the manufacturer suggested that the unannounced consoles will provide gameplay in the 60 to 120 frames per second at a resolution 4K and offer the ability to play in 8K. Um, uh, it expects the PS5 Pro and the new Xbox Series XS upgrades to come with an equivalent to the upcoming AMD Radeon RX 7700 XT GPU. Um, I mean, you know what that is, don't you, Alex? <laughs> um, I sure do, buddy, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Uh, given the platform holder's current inability to meet demand for PS5 and Xbox Series X due to the global chip shortage, TCL's forecast for a mid-gen hardware refresh so soon might appear optimistic, unless perhaps redesigned consoles offer a manufacturing advantage. I do not think that is uh, optimistic. I believe this report, and I don't think Sony gives a fuck that people don't have PS5s yet. If they're ready to launch a PS5 Pro, they will launch it. Um I mean, yeah. Look at they're uh, they're pushing forward with new VR hardware, and we're in a chip sh- yeah. we're in a chip shortage right now. So, I mean, if it, if if these upgrades, if the PS5 Pro, if you want to call it that, uh, released in the holiday of, of 2024, then that means the PS5 is not four years. I mean, that's a long time. And uh, and if you look at, for example, the PS4 had only been out three years when they launched the PS4 Pro. So um, so I, I do believe that these uh, will launch in 2024. And I will be in line to get one because I'm a fucking Sony shill. Um, <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you guys think? Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what the box looks like for for PS5 Pro and a uh, a mid gen refresh for the Xbox Series X. Um, I mean, I'm I'm always uh, I always love seeing you know what new hardware looks like. Same. I, I wonder if they'll yeah. uh, wonder how much they'll shrink the uh, PlayStation Five by because that's that's probably the most important part. Like, I wonder how, how small they're going to make that fucking yeah. thing. Or, or, I want or it how bigger. Much, or how, yeah. I want a bigger console. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so bigger, how about this? A bigger go home. Do you just want, like, do you just want one that's the size of an entertainment center? Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the uh, the PS4 Pro was bigger than the PS4. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was. Yep. Oh, awesome. Can't wait. Yeah. Give me, give me one that, like, I want this thing to scare any pet that I have that walks next to it. Like they, I want them to think it's an actual person in the house. Yes. So that's what that is. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
I want I want I want people to take a PS5 Pro into your airport and people think I'm trying to hide a rifle inside of it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to put it on my gun mount in the back of my car. Yes. That's what I want. Uh, I want to have to own an SUV to bring it home. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have to ask Frank, can I borrow your truck? Hey, dude, oh, man. I, I just bought this PS5 Pro, but I only brought, I only brought my sedan with me. Yeah. Oh, shit. My Ford, my fucking Fiat. God damn. I, I want to have to, before I go buy it, I want to have to do measurements. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy this, Sony, but I don't have room in my living room for it. Sony, what's in your living room? Come here. Uh, keeping with uh, PlayStation hardware, um, so Jim Ryan, uh, you know our our, our favorite uh, <laughs> our favorite uh, console manufacturing CEO, um, <laughs> he said that. Uh, the PlayStation VR 2 will have over 20 launch games. Oh, wow. Um, so, and that they are in the process of securing VR content from third-party developers to go in addition with their first-party uh, lineup. So, uh, One of those games is where you get to play with this theoretical dog. Yes. <laughs> the life of Jim Ryan, if you were a dog. Yeah. Bark, bark. Um. Uh, I guess not much else to go along with that. Uh, let's see. What else did he say here? Do you get to he blow said, the candle for his cat's birthdays? Yeah. He said, quote, right now there is a considerable amount of money being spent on partnerships with independent and other third-party developers to secure a considerable pipeline of, of attractive VR content as a launch of PlayStation VR 2. Um, that energy, that effort, and that money will continue to grow as the installed base of PSVR head, two headsets grows also. Um, I'm wondering what the unit allotment they're going to have ready to go when the thing launches. Because to me, like, I can imagine that they're going to have more than like a million units ready to go and to be sold. Yeah, I mean, if you think that like the PS, the the first PSVR. I mean, sold like between five and six million consoles. I mean, you gotta think that's only a, like a five percent of your install base. So if, yeah. they, if they have if they have twenty million uh, PS5s out in a while by then, a million's that five percent. Yeah, um, I would think that's the most that they could have. I mean, it. I hate to say it, but I, I'll probably want one. <laughs> <laughs> I want one, play it a couple times and be like, why did I buy this? <laughs> What'll happen? Um, anything else to say on that? Uh, no. I mean, I, I'm excited to see what, you know, what the games are going to be. Yeah. See if there's anything, anything, you know, see if they have that killer app. You know, they yeah. really do, they really need Resident Evil 4 VR and it would be great yes. if they got with Valve and they got Half Life VR in there. I think they or will. Half, or or Half Life Half Life Alex. Yeah, uh, Alex, you're in a house now. 
you have room for a VR now? No, nope. no, sir, I do not. Oh, you don't? But, okay. No, not really. I mean, I can maybe put it in the bedroom, but that would be. You, wait, so you're saying that wasn't a consideration when you were looking at houses? No, unfortunately, <laughs> um, not this one. Maybe the one that I end up buying in my life. Yeah, maybe I'll turn that okay. room into a VR. Okay. I actually, I have a, I have a, there's a person at work that has a, a room where they have a couple of VRs, not like machines, but like they have their VR stuff. Set up. Yeah. Okay. And that sounds crazy. What about you? Are you going to turn your brother's um, fucking old living arrangements into your VR room? Uh, well, I mean, I have a roommate in it right now, so it'd be kind of hard oh, to... Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, sorry, roommate, <laughs> but you're going to have to get the fuck yeah. out of here. I didn't sorry, Taylor. Um, hey, I mean, I, if you want to live there. in there. I don't, I don't know if it'll make you guys feel any better, but I have more room than I could fucking use for VR. Like, I have, like... I I have so much room in in my game room that I could just move my my uh coffee table and I have so much yep. room. And plus, you have rooms in your basement you're not even using. You could just be like, "This is my <laughs> VR room." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, my living room, my living room is big enough that like I could easily put it out here. So. Yeah. Um, uh, and moving on to my last story, is that. This has been making the rounds in uh, the the industry in the last like week or two, and this is that a bunch of people are reporting that the Last of Us remake is going to launch in holiday of this year. Okay. Yeah, it is Sweet. much it is much further along than what people realize, uh, and that Sony is going to announce it this summer. Um, they're being tight-lipped on it because Sony wants to act like it's a huge surprise, like people don't fucking already know about it. Uh, and I, th- me personally, I think people are going to be pretty surprised with what they see. Um, you think so? Yeah, because, I mean, this game's going to look better than The Last of Us 2. It is going to be running on... It's, it's obviously only going to be a PS5 game. Uh, and, yeah, I think... Uh, I think people are going to be wild. No, I think the question is... Does it stay super faithful to the original, or do they change stuff? I hope they don't change a whole lot. It'd be cool if they added, like maybe added some chapters to flesh out the story a little bit. But I wouldn't want them to change any of the story. Yeah, I, I hope they don't change much about it um, or anything at all. Really. Um, yeah, I could, I could play a, I could play a remastered version. I'm and I guess the other report is that this is going to launch with factions. The, uh, um, the Last of Us multiplayer that they've been developing is that this is going to be like a package together. Um, and I guess that would make the $70 price tag a bit easier to swallow because who's going to want to pay $70 for factions? Right. Not a lot of people. Yeah. Um, unless you're like the most diehard, even if you're the most diehard Last of Us player, that doesn't mean you like the multiplayer. Um, so yeah, I think launching it with uh, the Last of Us remake would be uh, the, the right call. So, um, I would definitely be looking forward to that. I think it'd be interesting if, like, say we got like a God of War in September. And got this in like November. I know they don't normally do fall games in like in November, but they have before. 
Yeah, I mean it'll it'll be interesting. Do you think they got? Do you think they had new mocap done by Troy Baker and uh, Ashley John? No, uh, uh, I absolutely think they do. What's um, what's uh, Ashley what's Johnson? The, yes. Uh, I I I definitely think that they got um they got they got work done. Um, I actually I think that that is where uh for the last like I want to say like year. Because I listened to the um, the podcast with the um, that Alana Pierce does with the uh, Mike Bethel, her Troy Baker, and uh, Austin. Oh, Williams. yes. And uh, play, watch, listen. Because okay. um, uh, it's basically like so. Alana's the uh, like the video game writer. Uh, Tori's the video game actor, uh, Austin's the video game composer, and Mike Bethel's the video game developer. Um, so oh, they all bring their like cool. their own like uh, perspectives and stuff. But Troy Baker hasn't been on it much in the past year because he's been off doing you know, um, and he has a lot of stuff he can't talk about. Um, so uh, that's that could be what he's been doing, you know. I don't know. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to this. I'm a big Last of Us fan, so. All right. Um, I I have a, just a couple of things before we end. Um, so there's there's been a lot of rumors lately. Uh, they've talked about it on Defining Duke, um, and I've seen some other just rumors online that Microsoft is going to have a Master Chief Collection style Gears of War collection coming out by the end of this year. And that that it's it's gonna have Gears of War one remastered, Gears of War two remastered, Gears of War three, uh Gears of War four, Gears of War five, I don't know about Gears of War Judgment. Um all combined in one package. But they already so when you say Gears of War remastered, it would just be it would just be the one they already did. So the first the first Gears of War was remastered back in like 2015 or something like that. Yeah. So they they would have that Gears of War two has never gotten that kind of treatment. Yeah. So Gears of War two would get that would get that treatment. And then Gears of War three would either get that treatment or it would just it would just be upresed. Yeah. I mean. Let me know. I would love that. I'm yeah. about to be able to because if you if it had the same multiplayer capacities as MCC does, where you can like, oh, I just want to play Halo Two, and you can just play that like, you know, having to be able to play just Halo yeah, that, Two. That would be cool. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping and most looking forward to if this is real. Um, I think that'd be great. I would love. I would absolutely love to have that. I would love to have an all-in-one Gears of War. Yes, please. Please, please. Um and they're saying it could be announced at the uh Microsoft showcase next month. It could be. Um and then and then the other okay. thing I wanted to, the other thing I want to talk about is this whole there's a debacle going on right now with the new PlayStation Plus in Asia. Oh gosh. And okay. So okay, so there is the way Sony is doing this, uh the way they're charging people is for players who have, uh, be, so they they were doing it to where they were getting PlayStation Plus, just the base PlayStation Plus. They were getting it for a discount, and then uh, I think you could subscribe up to four years. 
and so they're they're getting their account put up to four years of PlayStation Plus, and that and that that get that gets them on the base PlayStation Plus, and then and then if they went to upgrade to the extra or uh, what's it called the extra or deluxe, Sony isn't letting them go. On yeah, I'm sorry, time. you mean the the gotta have it here? Yeah, uh, Sony is not letting them go a month at a time. To, to upgrade, you have to upgrade the entire duration Sorry. of your subscription length. And they're charging you the month-to-month price, not the year price. So I think that, that's out of date because I'm pretty sure I just saw that. Um... Yeah, I was, I was going to say there's been an update since then. Um, so PlayStation Asia has said that that was a, an error in their system and they have now refunded all people that are affected. Um, oh, okay. So, there we go. Well, yeah. Which, which, but uh, no, that, that whole thing shouldn't have like happened anyway, cause that does sound extremely yeah. fucking fishy, right? Um, also another thing that Sony was being kind of shady about, you know how they said that PlayStation, uh, if you subscribe to the most expensive package and there would be like 700 plus games. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, if if there's a game that has multiple regions on there, like for example a Japanese version and a US version, uh, they count those. They count that as two titles of the seven hundred. Oh wow! And okay. so, really, it said that the seven hundred titles is more like four hundred. Interesting. That's super fishy. What the fuck? I don't like that. Um, and then, and then one, one other thing is that uh, many of the classic games they have in there is uh, using PAL versions instead of NTSC versions, and which which is exactly what it did with the PlayStation Classic, which really pissed people off. And Alex, do you know the difference between PAL and NTSC? I do not. Please tell me. So back in the day when we had like uh, uh, tube TVs and CRTs, so over in Europe they had different television formats and they use a PAL version to where games were developed over there at 50 frames a second rather than 60 frames a second here in the United States. And then here in the United States and also in Japan, when games are developed using 60 frames a second, games are also developed uh, to run at 30 frames a second. Well, in, in, in Europe, if a game was running, it was developed using 50 frames a second, and then they decide to half lap for performance. The game would run at 25 frames a second. And now a bunch of the classic games are put, were put on there in the PAL format. So these games now these games are running at 25 or 50 frames a second, and they look really bad on modern televisions. Oh, well, that's fucking unfortunate. And and then and then also a variable refresh rate doesn't uh, doesn't account for it uh, because it's for like. Variable refresh rate is for games or television that run it that run it that that's supposed to run at sixty frames a second, and that and it's like you know if the game drops a frame here and there, but for a game that has a baseline of fifty or twenty five frames a second, VRR doesn't it doesn't mitigate that. Interesting. Okay. Um, I don't I don't really like have any interest in any of this new PS Plus stuff. If it, if my PS Plus auto renews. So be it. I'll take another year of whatever that'll be, you know, whatever that'll be. Um, It'll be the $60. Yeah, $60 version. Yeah. Fine by me, I guess. But uh, I don't really care <laughs> about much of these games in general. Um, 
like I said um, earlier offline, uh, I, I I think that I think a lot of this classic stuff missed the mark on what people like about PlayStation and why they like PlayStation so much. Uh, we don't know. We don't have games like Metal Gear Solid. This this whole thing screams. We don't want to do this. We're only doing it because of Game Pass. That's honestly what it sounds yeah. like. And I, uh, listening to uh, Sacred Symbols, and they were talking about it, and um, saying how you know they they think that they're going to Nintendo this shit and do it to where they're putting out one or two classic games like every other month and it's going to be games that either no one wants or games that go I've never even fucking heard of that but I I don't know it's I I just I wish I wish Nintendo and Sony uh were as reverent reverent to their classic games as much as Xbox is I do too I think they're both having, they have such huge missed opportunities. Nintendo can make money over Fist, giving us remastered versions of Zelda games, or Pokemon games, Kirby games. Like, there's so much they can do to give them. I would gladly give them more money for better things than they gave me in the past. Sony, they could, you know, they could figure out ways to do that too. Be it, you know, pay Konami to be able to get, you know, Metal Gear Solid. Figure out how to get Need for Speed games on there, and figure out how to get Simpsons games on there. Yeah, because I think um, I think the Simpsons hit and run, and the other Simpsons game that I can't remember. Um, I think those two games you really kind of put side by side with the PlayStation Two, and not having them on a collection that says PlayStation Two to me it's a little like, ah oh, man, I get it, I understand why, but like. This sucks. I want things that I actually remember. But uh, in the lack of like Final Fantasy games and just it's it's just I expected a little bit better than this, but this is also what I expected too. I'm. I think we now know why Jim Ryan at one time said that uh, asked why anyone would want to play old Gran Turismo games. And it's because he's he was legitimately wondering that because he's at home giving his cat's birthday parties. He he doesn't, he doesn't have time to play these old games. No, man, he's got cats and you know talking dogs he wants to. He's at home playing the most recently released PS5 game. Yeah, which is something yeah. I guess. Uh, which he's he's play he's playing the critically acclaimed brand new release from Gorilla uh uh. uh Guerrilla Games. I was trying to remember what the what the second word in their title was. All right. Well, I'm uh get my dinner ready here. Yeah. Um, I got nothing else. You guys got nothing else? Uh, do you guys think next episode we do? You guys want to do uh, uh, predictions oh, yeah, for? Yeah, for uh, for next month for Jeff Keighley's show and then the Microsoft show. Yep. Absolutely, you do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, let's uh, let's work on those. All right. Yep. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. All right. Well, uh, uh, five predictions for Xbox and five for Keighley. Okay. Perfect. And okay. we'll do like maybe like a wild card or something like yeah. over the top yep. thing or whatever. Okay. All right. Yep. I guess. Bye. Right. Peace. Later.